Hey everybody, and welcome to episode two of Finale Watch. Finale Watch. We're doing Seinfeld today. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, before we start, though, can yeah. we talk about a show that's not Seinfeld for like a second, just but it is very TV related? Sure. Can we say how awesome Night Court was and R.I.P. Harry Anderson? Harry Anderson. Yeah. Who was just awesome. Yeah. And uh, in our previous episode, we were talking about that Thursday night lineup. Uh huh. Uh, that Seinfeld was actually part of. Yeah. You know, as as was Night Court. As was exactly Night Court yeah. was the nine thirty show, mm-hmm. and it was always as was Cheers, which occasionally featured Harry Anderson. Yes, yes. Harry the Hat. Uh huh. In fact, he was in the last episode of Cheers. Was he? They had Harry come in because, uh, or not? No, it wasn't the last episode. Sorry, it was the last Bar Wars episode. Okay. Okay. Um, because they wanted they wanted the guys to finally win. Okay. So they brought back Harry the Hat, and um, yeah. And actually, he was Harry the Hat before he was on Night Court. And uh, on Ken Levine's blog, he had said that the writers all loved him. Yeah. Because he was such a nice guy, so easy to work with, uh, you know, had had ideas if you wanted them and didn't if you didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were really, like, they wanted to keep him around, but it didn't really, f- it, 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 his character didn't really fit, mm. you know. So when he got Night Court, they were so happy for him. And that show ran nine seasons. Yeah. He was the, uh, I think he and John Larroquette were like, I don't know, one of them was like the heart and the other one was the brain or one of them was the was the engine and the other one was the rudder or something. Well, I th- I'd say Harry was the heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah Larroquette, Larroquette was the libido. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because Dan Fielding was such a whore. Yes. Uh, hua. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, Larroquette won... A bazillion Emmys on yeah. that show, yeah, which is uh-huh. great. And but Harry was—I mean, that show was just so good. And they brought John Astin in to be his dad. Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling much, much better, better now. now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just so good. It was so good. Yeah. Um, Marsha Warfield played Roz, mm-hmm. the, the bailiff. Uh, she did a little Facebook video. And oh, cool. Yeah, and she she about Harry like she didn't know nobody knew that he was sick or if yeah. he even was sick or yeah. if he just died. Um, but she said that when she came on to Night Court, like she was a stand-up. Yeah. Like her name was on the wall at the comedy store. Yeah. And she came in. She and, came in mid. Uh... Well, she was the third bailiff mm-hmm. because the first lady died, Selma Diamond died, mm-hmm. and then they brought in her, and she she was worried because, you know, not all, like she was filling the shoes of someone that died that everybody loved. And how were people going to treat her, you mm-hmm. know? And she said that Harry was the first guy that was just like, welcome, you know, we're going to have an awesome time. This is going to be great. Yeah. And she said that he was just like, exactly what you saw on, on TV was exactly how he was in real life. And that was really cool. Very sweet. Um, so, yeah. So that's a shame that he's gone. Uh, yeah. He was also great on Dave's World. Ever watched Dave's World? When he played Dave Barry. He did play Dave Barry. Was his name Dave Barry on the show? It was Dave, but I don't know if it was Dave Barry. Okay. Yeah. It was, that was, and that ran for a while on CBS. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The other, the other show that had a, uh, a Billy Joel theme song. A Billy Joel theme song? Yeah. The, uh, the, the show, the non-Bosom Buddies show that had a theme song, which was the theme song of, uh, so the theme song of Bosom Buddies was, um, My Life. My Life. The theme song of Dave's World was You May Be Right. Really? I don't remember what it the might be. You was. may be right. It might have been a different uh, uh, Billy Joel song. Well, you know, if you watch Boys and Buddies in syndication and it does pop up every once in a while. Yeah. Um, My life is not the song. They anymore. lost the rights. 
they I don't think they ever had the rights. Oh. <laughs> um, I think they used it. Well, the song had just come out when that show started. Uh-huh. So they just used it, and I guess it became so expensive that they actually used the song that they used in the credits. Okay. Is now the song in the beginning, okay. which doesn't make sense because the whole opening sequence is synced up to that song. Yeah. And. You know, yeah, that happened to the Wonder Years too. They lost a lot of their. They lost the oh. rights to a lot of the music. Sure, WKRP as well. Um, yeah, and so well, like, they, well, with WKRP and and also the Wonder Years, I don't think that they, when they were getting the rights to use stuff, nobody thought that people would be buying television shows on VHS, yeah. nevertheless DVD or streaming or anything like that. And it's just like on Saturday Night Live, uh, when Saturday Night Live was on CISO. Remember CISO? I do remember CISO. Yeah, CISO was the... Poor went out for CISO. Uh, CISO, for those of you who don't give a shit, was a, was a streaming channel uh, by NBC Universal, and it was all comedy. I'm looking at the recorder like like it's the person. Um, so anyway, they had Saturday Night Live, and they were promoting it as, we have all of the Saturday Night Lives, all uncut. Bullshit. That was bullshit. Yeah. Because they, uncut meaning like we have all the all the sketches, all, all the sketches and all the musical performances, and that's that wasn't true. They had the first five years, mm-hmm. but then once you got into 1981, the episodes all of a sudden became 19 minutes long, where they cut out huge chunks of stuff. Yeah, they and all of the musical stuff was like gone, like there was one or two here and there. Yeah. Uh, like when Madonna hosted when mm-hmm. she was when she did Desperately Seeking Susan, like, but all, they cut all of it out because they didn't want to pay for it, which is bullshit. That's not surprising though. No, it's not surprising for to see a like a giant uh, media company treat their uh, their streaming uh, sort of content company mm-hmm. like that to just not put any money into it at all. Well, even the BBC did that with Doctor Who all those years. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you can't really find classic Doctor Who. Uh, they finally put it on BritBox, I think. Yeah. Um, but when I went to watch it, yeah, some of the episodes weren't there. You know, and that's what I was paying for. I wanted to watch classic Doctor Who because I'm a huge mm. dork. Yeah. And um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about. Seinfeld. Let's talk about Seinfeld. So, uh, Seinfeld started. Uh, without Elaine in the first episode. Yes. And the story is, is that one, I've heard two different stories. One was that uh, the network wanted a woman on the show. What You know, to like balance out those two idiots. Yeah. Um, uh, the other story I heard was that the waitress was supposed to be the girl, but she had too much to say. You and, mean you mean one of the waitresses from the cafe? Yeah, from not Monks. not Mary Elizabeth Ellis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, okay. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So if you watch the first episode, there's like a waitress that kind of talks to them a lot, mm-hmm. and that I think that was supposed to be her, but she was, yeah. You know, who knows what's right? You know, everybody has a story about. Yeah. You know, well, it gave it us. To be. It gave well. It didn't give us Julia Louis Dreyfus because she she was a Saturday Night Live alum by that point, right? She was. She, she only did a little bit on Saturday Night Live though. Yeah. Um, and but it's sort. It gave it, it enough. It, it's close enough to say that that gave us Julia Louis Dreyfus. I mean, to the point. Yeah, to that point, absolutely. Yeah, that, that made her a star, most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most definitely. And I mean, she's my favorite part of Seinfeld. She's. I think that. 
I think that George is my favorite part of Seinfeld, is, but I think <laughs> Elaine surprised. is a close second. Yeah. No, I identify with George very strongly. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah. Uh, it's the glasses. Um, so, and she was the first to break the Seinfeld curse, right? With New Adventures of Old Christine? Yes. Yes, New Adventures. And continue to break it with... Uh, Veep. Uh, with Veep. Oh, yeah, Veep. Yeah. Veep blew up. Uh-huh. Um, I love the New Adventures of Old Christine. This is a solid show. And, and that gave us Clark Gregg. You know, the funny story is when I went to Agent see... Agent Coulson himself. When I went to see... Um, was it the Avengers movie he was in first? There was another movie before that. The first one he was, he was in was the first mm-hmm. Iron Man. Yeah, that's it. So I went to see Iron Man, mm-hmm. and he's in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. Where do I know him from? Fuck. Where do I know him from? Where do I know him from? I mean, like, through the whole movie, it was actually distracting for me. I finally had to, like... I don't even think I had... Did I have my cell phones were Smartphones were a this thing. This was 08, so... So when Iron Man came out. So that was... Yeah, and I think I looked it up. Okay. When you got home. When I got home, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think I had an iPhone at that point. And, um... Were, were we still printing out directions on MapQuest? Oh. No, I don't think we were no. anymore. Anyway, so then I was like, "Oh right, it's that guy from the New Adventures of Old Christine." Yeah. And I, but it was so I was like, "I know that guy. I know that hair. He's got that little bit of hair on the top uh-huh. of his head, yeah. you know." Yeah. And I was like, "I know that guy. Hmm. It drove me nuts." Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, and also Hamish Linklater. Hamish Linklater. Uh, yeah. Is in it, and he's in Legion. Which, if you're not watching Legion, you yeah. need to do that. I need to watch Legion. You still not watch Legion? Still watch it. Seriously. Yeah. You need to watch it. Hamish Linklater was also in the Battleship movie. Remember the Battleship movie? Uh, you saw the Battleship movie? I saw the Battleship movie in a theater. What? Why? For free. For oh, free. Oh, all right. Yeah. But still. It was a screening. Was it bad? I was excited. I was... Okay, here's the thing. I wasn't excited about the Battleship movie per se, but I was excited about the idea that... And let me say, first of all, that I knew going in that this was a slim likelihood. And I also I also know now that like it was... It was you know, I don't think it was... Absurd. I, I don't want to give up on past Kevin's idealism. But past Kevin thought, well, look, a Battleship movie will probably be bad. There's like a 95% chance it's going to be bad. You think? There's like a 99.8% chance it's going to be bad. Right. But here's the thing. There's no... With Battleship, there's no, like, backstory. There's no... Like, oh, you got to do the Silver Age battleship or you got to, like, make sure that there's not legions of battleship fans who are going to be complaining because the battleships are the wrong color. Well, sure. I mean, one side has to be red and the other side has to be blue. Think of the freedom that gives creators. They're (laughs) not. Get the fuck out of here. They're not. The battleship movie. Look, here's the thing. In a vacuum, right? Yeah. A battleship movie has a greater with no, no other like no other mitigating factors whatsoever. A battleship movie has a better chance of being a good movie than a Batman movie, a Captain America movie, a Transformers movie. Okay, one question. Yeah. At any point in the movie, does somebody say, "You sank my battleship"? I don't remember, but there is a scene where they they go like their their uh, radar and sonar goes blind, mm-hmm. so they have to do like the grid thing, like you do when you're playing the game. Shut up. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But what I'm saying Who else is, is in that? Um, Jesse Plemons is in it. Uh, Rihanna is in it. Liam Neeson is in it. Um, some other people are in it. Yeah. And yet I can't get cast in a commercial. No. I don't really. I don't no. get that. It makes no. no sense to me. Yeah. 
Anyway, my point is that... I mean, watch. You... Mm, that's a good sandwich. See? See? That was great. Yeah? That was great. Guys, she didn't even have a sandwich, but you, right? don't, you don't believe me. It's a delicious it sandwich. It sounded like she had a sandwich. <laughs> anyway, Seinfeld. Yes. Um, you know, my favorite thing about uh, Jason Alexander is watching that McDLT commercial that he did a yes. thousand years ago. When he still had hair. Keep the hot side hot and the cold side cold. Uh-huh. And he had the, like, pushed up 80s sleeves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, jumping like they put springs in his shoes. He's into it, man. Well, he used to do Broadway, too, so yeah. he's, he's a dancer. Is he a singer? Can he sing? I will. I, I Broadway sing, I think so. Yeah. Broadway singing is like good singing. No, I don't mean. I mean, what I mean is like he's not gonna get up and like do a like a set of Prince covers. Well, no. But like but he, he can probably sing like Trouble in River City or okay. whatever. You know? Yeah. Anyway, the final episode mm-hmm. of Seinfeld. So, so the final episode is really funny because the first half. It's called the finale. Yeah. And what's great is that the first half kind of it's a little bit of every every kind of like crazy bullshit thing that they do. Yeah. You know, in in the very first scene, they're at Monk's, mm-hmm. and George is bitching that the waitress won't help her. Yeah. Or won't, won't come over and see if they're okay, even though they don't really need anything. He wants ketchup. But he wants ketchup. Yeah. And then he goes to ask the people next to them, and the, and the lady's like, nah, we might need it. He's from like, time, we might need it from time, time to, to time. time. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. So there was that, and, you know, and then Jerry's all like, oh, rah, 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 complaining. It's just a lot of complaining, uh-huh. which is what they do in the diner. Uh, and then but the, the best is at the end of that scene, he actually gets the ketchup and there's no yeah. ketchup in the bottom uh-huh. left, which is just yeah. great. I love that. And then they're like out on the street and then Kramer just like dumps Elaine off in the car. No rhyme or reason as to why they're in the car together. No. And uh, they start like net ragging on her because she's trying to make a cell phone call on the yeah. street, which I thought was really funny because now like you can call somebody from the toilet. No uh-huh. one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all like... Back then there was still an etiquette to it. Yeah. They're like, you can't call Jill about her dead dad and like... On the street, that's Honest, mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. And finally, she's just like, you know what? See ya. And just walks away, which, like, there was extra vitriol in that, which I just, like, loved. That was, like, concentrated Elaine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, of course, then they're back at the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jerry gets the call from NBC. Yeah. It, but before that... Before that, George goes to pee. With the door open. With the door open. <laughs> Which, which uh, obviously Jerry does not want to have anything to do with this. No, and and I think if you're in somebody's house, you should shut the door. I think it depends on the level of friendship. Because Jerry says, "What, what stage do you think this relationship is at?" <laughs> which is which is a good way to phrase it. Yeah, but I think I think he was I think he meant dating. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, not like yeah. friend wise. Yeah. I mean, shut. I mean, I know guys can pee. And they always do pee in front of each other because that's yeah. the way that, for some reason, that's the way they set up men's bathrooms. Yeah. But why do they do that? Wait, you mean with the urinals right next to each other? Yeah, why don't they put, like, walls up? There are, div- there are usually, well, there are sometimes dividers. Like, just little, like, just a little tiny piece of wall. So why don't they just them. put up walls like you have in a, when you go to sit down? I don't know. Because you just keep your eyes forward. It's not that hard. I guess. But they just... Let you it's have not, a little privacy while you're whizzing. Well, you you have the privacy of the like, where you truly have no privacy is when you have the trough. Right. Have you ever seen the trough? I have. In when a they men's fill room. It's full of ice. It's yeah yeah yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but it's just like it's just a giant metal trough. Right. That you all like stand and piss in like like I don't know savages, and <laughs> it's it's that's the worst experience because that's when look i don't mind seeing another guy's junk and 
But it's like, I don't know. Like, don't, like, I mean, I would imagine that guys are like girls and that, like, sometimes you need a minute to kind of relax enough to pee. And if someone's, like, standing next to you with yeah. their wang hanging out, yeah, you know, it, like, and you're just trying to, like, like, how do you relax enough to, like, pee? I don't know. I, I don't I actually don't have that problem. No? But, oh, okay. But I, I do, I do worry that I'm going to make another guy uncomfortable. Yeah. If he's, if he sees me, like, not looking at his dick, but catching a glimpse of his dick. Right. I'm worried that I'm going to make him uncomfortable. And I don't want to do that. That's fair. Yeah. Meh. I don't want I don't want people to be uncomfortable in the bathroom. It's the last Meh. place you want to be uncomfortable. Seriously. Also, too, why don't they put doors on the stalls in the men's room? They do. Oh. Yeah. What? Where? What men's rooms have you seen? My God. I've seen some really gross men's rooms okay. over the years. Yeah, I no, used to manage bands. I've seen some shit. No. If I was doing number two, if I'm doing number two in a men's room, yeah. first of all, I usually won't uh-huh. if I can avoid it, but I'm not like a stickler. Right. But yeah, I'm never going to go in one that doesn't have a door on the stall. My God. Um, you know, I've seen some shit. I don't want people to see my shit. Oh, oh, oh but I'm hey, full. Hey, hey, oh. oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, I think this this has been the bathroom talk section of uh, <laughs> finale watching. But um, if you have any crazy if, if bathroom Jerry... stories, feel free to hit us up on finale watching yeah. on Facebook. If Jerry was here, he would flee dramatically. Absolutely. Some people don't like talking about bathroom stuff. My roommate's kind of like that. Um, I have a friend who um, was with a guy for like five years or so. Mm-hmm. And in all that time, he was, like, he didn't, he was, like, always shut the door. He wouldn't talk about stuff like that with her. He wouldn't, like, like, I that mean, just was not. Okay, as far as shutting the door goes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's, it's, it's a favor to shut the door. Because who knows what's going to be wafted out of that bathroom. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need, like, a minute. Yeah. But, like, I don't see what the big, like, if you're date if you're living with someone. Yeah. I mean, roommate thing is obviously different, but I mean, like, if you're in, like, a relationship with someone... Yeah, if you're in a relationship with someone... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, people are weird in relationships. I, I used to have had... The girl I told you the story with earlier that tried out to be a stripper... Yeah. Um, which would be another story for another time. <laughs> she couldn't eat in front of boys when we were younger. And one time we were at Burger King, and she had a whole tray of food, and yeah. all these guys were there, and she just threw it away. Oh, my God. Because she's crazy. So people are just weird like that. That sounds like a... That sounds like a girl pressure thing. Like that sounds like something she was a boy just. Ner- it was nerves. Yeah. It was nerves. Is what okay. it was. Yeah. Very bizarre. Very, yeah. Meanwhile, I can like eat in front of the Pope. I don't yeah. care. Who need that chicken nugget? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pope loves his chicken nuggets. Little That's known what fact. I hear. At little known fact, he flips his hat over over the big hat. Yeah. Fills up full of chicken nuggets and mm-hmm. has a little hangy thing on the side for dipping. For his Rick and Morty sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that sauce wasn't really that great to begin with. I heard, uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I cannot tell you the depths. The, 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 there is no integer low enough for the amount of fucks I do not give about Rick and Morty's McDonald's chicken sauce. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that we had to spend, have like a national conversation about this. It, well, it's, you know, I have never gone for, I love watching Rick and Morty. Yeah. I cannot stand their fandom. And I've never... And I've watched some pretty heinous shit in my life. Yeah. And I have never felt further away from a fan base than I have from Rick and Morty. Yeah. And, like, you can't even say it 
on the internet. Yeah. Because you just get attacked, which is just really bizarre. And everybody that's attached to the show is like, why are you guys being such cocks? Uh Uh-huh. But it's just like the video game guys. Yeah. Like, I don't... What I really think somebody should do is to make them say what they're going to say in front of their mother. Yeah. And see, like... Yeah. Is that how you talk There's to There's a people? podcast out there, I think it's from like NPR or something, where somebody like confronted the like 14-year-old boy who was like harassing her online. Really? Um, yeah, she found him and confronted him and like it actually went well. Yeah. I mean, it didn't go well at first, but like, it, you know, in the long process. Was his mom of, there? I think, I think his mom wound up being involved. Yeah. I could be totally misremembering it. Because if that was my kid... My kid was doing that. Yeah, I would punch him in the face. Yeah, and I don't care if they were ten or if they were eighteen. I don't know if I'd punch him in the face. I'd punch him in the face. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 what we do in my family. Okay, I would punch yeah. someone else's child in the face. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I, I glad for yeah. no reason. I would, well, I well, know. I, I know. <laughs> what did you say the other day on Facebook? I said uh, all children should be grounded in nutrient paste. <laughs> yeah, I still believe that. Soylent. Yeah, that's good stuff. No, I like kids. Kids are fine. Uh-huh. Kids are fine. They're fine. I like kids. Yeah. I, I actually do like kids. There are specific kids that I really... Here's the thing. There are specific kids that I really like. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. And it's usually because I really like their parents. Right. And then I meet the kid and I really like the kid. Uh-huh. But my default setting is to just... I taught grade school. There are some kids that you just kind of just want to kick in the face. But for, it's the not that part, I don't like them. Most, just, for the most part, kids are okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. It's just that I don't want to be around them. Which is fine. Take all the things that, like, your, your like, racist uncle says about, like, you know, people of color. Uh-huh. Like, where he says, like, I don't care what they do. Or, like, gay people. I don't care what they do. Just keep it away from me. That's how I feel about children. <laughs> like, children, That's fair. they're fine. I got nothing against them. Other people's kids are the best. That's what I like to say. But, yeah, just, you know. Okay. I think we should move along. We're getting, we're getting, in, we're hitting all kinds of hot buttons. Today. I think, yeah. I think, I um, think I've already, I, I've already caused us <laughs> to have some kind of huge, like, trending hashtag. <laughs> Dopes on the radio. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, so we're in that, we're in that, we're in that scene. Yeah. With the pee talk. Oh, geez, George is still peeing. George is peeing. Jerry's as- going on about having a pee party, which is important because it comes back later. Yes. Um, and he checks his machine, mm-hmm. which you know how old this is. Yeah. And it's NBC. Yeah. And they want to do his show. They want to have a meeting. Mm-hmm. George comes out. Yeah. They do a dance. Uh-huh. They go to the meeting. They're in the waiting room for the next scene, which is hilarious to me because that's where they were before where George started to blow it. And then he started complaining about there being no water. And Jerry yeah. is just like three seconds away from punching him right in the balls. Yeah. Um, which I just find hilarious. They go into the office. They shake. The guy in charge is is the one guy from Animal House. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He's also on Kimmy Schmidt. Who's he playing on Kimmy Schmidt? He plays the guy. I think he's the guy in the second season who uh, Carol Kane starts hooking up with. Okay. Okay. Well, he was. He was. He was. So he was on those two yeah. things, and he's worked over the years. He's been mm-hmm. in all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, but the best is, at the very end of that scene, George starts his shit. Yeah. When because they, they were like, oh, how about a woman? How about yeah. we, you know, or something like that, and or no, how about the Elaine character and Jerry might have a thing, yeah. and Jerry's just like, yes, whatever, yeah, thank you, whatever, and George is like, well, I don't know, I don't think that's gonna work, and and 
and the guy from Animal House is like, or we could just not do the show. Yeah. And George is like, let's have them get married. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Because like, you're just waiting for George to fuck this up. This is what I love about George. This is why I, I identify so strongly with George, because... Because <laughs> you fuck stuff up. <laughs> uh, no, not... Well, I do fuck stuff up, but because George finds... George finds the most... And Jerry's kind of like this, too, although Jerry's sort of not as bitter about it, I guess. But George finds the most the tiniest reasons to fail. Right. He finds that, like, he, he he's so... He trips over his own dick almost on purpose. He doesn't even trip over his own dick. He trips over his own toenails. <laughs> he's so, he so finds that, like, the most minuscule, petty, pedantic little thing... Yeah. ...and finds that as his reason to fail. Yeah. Um, because George, like all of us, is afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And if he keeps failing, then he never has to move forward. That's true. That's true. So they walk out of the office. Yeah. And and they're freaking out and they almost hug. <laughs> <laughs> that that there's a lot of jo- there's a lot of jokes in this episode about well, this was a Seinfeld thing about like the, the weird gay thing. The, not that there's anything wrong with that. But no, I don't think that's a weird gay thing. I think it's um it's uh uh how far they'll let themselves be happy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I think, well, the other thing is about this episode, there's a lot of little, like, weird masculine digs, like digs at people's masculinity. Yeah. Um, and at one point, Elaine tells George that the way he's sitting is effeminate. Well, we're getting that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're getting that. That's definitely a thing with Seinfeld, is like, is, is homosexuality and masculinity... And men touching, and all of the, all of that shit that like, well, guys were afraid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. It was it, honestly, uh, you know, I mean, it was a different time. What yeah. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like you know. Oh yeah. I'm not tearing the show down or anything. Sure, sure, sure. But that was definitely a thing on that show. Okay. So anyway, so there, so Elaine is home on the phone with Jill when Jerry, beeps in. Yeah. And when she finds out why he's calling about yeah. the TV show, he's like, oh, my God, you should have told me you'd call me back. And yeah. she's like, ah. And then Jerry calls his mom and dad in Florida, and they were like, oh, they were stupid for passing on that five years uh-huh. ago. And then George tells his parents, and the mom is just like, if you ask me, it just sounds like stupid. It's, it just sounds stupid to me. And and the dad's all like, don't tell him that. You'll wreck his confidence, which is something that, like, he never says, which I thought was really funny. Because yeah. they're always both just like, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. Everything you do is stupid. Yeah. Um, especially, especially Frank. Yep. Yes. Like Frank taking George's George's side is like, wait, right. I guess they are ending the show. Right. 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 Um. So then, uh, they NBC says you can take our private jet anywhere you want. Yeah. Which is crazy. So there. I wonder if that actually happens. I don't. I don't think it does. Okay. Uh, although Ask I know Larry that David. I know that when after they shot the pilot for Friends, Jimmy Burrows. I think he had the network take them to Vegas and he said to them for like, they did like a week or a weekend or a week or something in Vegas. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to enjoy this. Cause this is the last weekend that you're going to be anonymous. Okay. Cause that's how much, cause he directed the pilot, like yeah. he directs all the pilots and, but like he has the touch, yeah. you know, and he knows, and he was like, this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. Wow. And I think the network paid for that. Wow. Yeah. But so I don't know. Maybe yeah. they do. I I don't I don't know. If you happen to work in television and would like us to know, feel free to hit us up on Facebook.com slash 
finale watch it. Yeah, do it. But anyway, so they're at the diner. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're in, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. They're in, but the best is they're in Jerry's apartment. And Kramer comes in and yeah. he tells Kramer what's going on. Yeah. And he's like, so we're going to go to L.A. for a couple of months. And he's like, but what happens if, it, if you succeed and you never come back? He's like, oh, I'll come back. And Kramer's like, Jerry, it's L.A. Nobody leaves. Yeah. Which is so true. Have we established yet that Kramer, yeah, that he has, he has the water in his ear? I think we've established this by now. Yes, and he's hitting, yeah, because he's hitting Jer- the side of his head, which he had done before, I believe. That happened before to him. Oh, okay. Um, it might it Was it the episode where he was swimming in the river? Possibly. When you're swimming in the East River, remember yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's so gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think he had the, the East River water in his yeah. ear, and he kept banging the side of his head. So then they're at the diner, and they're they're trying to figure out where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kramer says Japan because yeah. of the geishas. Yeah, because of the yeah. And... Because they're trained in the conversational arts, <laughs> right? And then Aline's like, "What about Russia?" And everybody's like, "It's bleak. Everything's yeah. bleak." And then uh, Switzerland, the Von Trapps. But then Elaine was laughing at George because he said he was going to walk places. And she's like, you won't walk <laughs> yeah. anywhere, you uh-huh. lazy ass. So then they finally decide on Paris, Paris. and they do yeah. like the hand thing in the middle. And yeah. that's kind of the scene break. Mm-hmm. Where... That's a callback to the, the contest. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good eye. Yeah. Yeah. Good, I have like seven pages of notes okay. and I forgot about that. So then they're, they're, uh, they're back in the apartment and they're getting ready to go. And who comes in? Newman. Newman. Newman tries to like finagle his way in. Uh-huh. And of course, Jerry's like, fuck off. Yeah. And I wrote this down and I'm going to read it. Okay. The day will come. Mark my words. Your day of reckoning is coming when the evil wind will blow the will wipe that smug, smug smile off your face. And I'll be there in all my glory watching it as it all comes clamoring down. And then he like... He does his cackling evil laugh. He cackles and then he runs away. And that's definitely like a... Dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. He's the old man at the gas station <laughs> telling you like that, you know, I hear the old place is haunted, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. And then they, you know, they get in the jet. The jet's all... The jet's... I thought the jet was nice. With George And George is doing that thing where he's kneeling. Yeah. Leaning over the thing and Aline, I think Aline said that because that's the one thing that makes George crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, well, when yeah. you call him girly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So because George, because Jerry was sitting next to her and Jerry was like just nodding along. Yeah. You know, like I think that the way you're sitting is kind of effeminate. There's so <laughs> much unspoken shit in the George Jerry dynamic. Oh yeah. There's so much unspoken because like Jerry is, like, he like I said, they're a lot alike. Yeah. You know, but. Jerry is just so much more successful. Yeah. Well, Jerry has a career path. Yeah. That he's good at. Yeah. That, that he's George good at. doesn't. Although I don't know how he lives because I, they never really say, as a stand up comic, yeah. Like, they never really say. I guess I guess he must he must go out on the road. Yeah, and there's also there's little moments where uh, there's like there's one moment where he goes on the Tonight Show. Yeah. And there's another one where he finds where he's signing all those checks from the Japanese TV show because he's getting royalty checks. Right. Because one of his clips is in the uh, opening credits or something. Something like that. Yeah. So I think it's like it's one of those things where he's got a, like a bunch of little tiny sources of income from all over. 
from doing shows and getting royalties and like yeah because i mean doing shows in new york aren't gonna pay uh, pay you enough to you yeah. know it's just not yeah <laughs> you know it's you can't gonna, live like that it's not gonna keep you in serial and superman action figures yeah, exactly yeah. especially with an apartment that size in new york city yeah. so anywho um so george isn't impressed uh-huh. kramer starts trying to whack the the, the water out of his ear yeah. falls into the cockpit. Yeah. The plane almost starts to go down and George admits that he lied uh-huh. in the contest. Yeah. And Elaine almost tells Jerry, I love you. And, but we come back to that later. Right. Yeah. Um, which was like kind of funny. And mm-hmm. then it straightens out and everybody's like, Oh, oh. yeah. But the best was George is like, but Jerry's like, well, why did you lie? Because I'm a liar, Jerry. <laughs> I'm a liar. George, that's the that, that's another reason I like I like George. George knows his nature. Yeah. And he does not attempt to deviate from it at all. Except in the episode where he does um, everything uh, opposite. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. is the best. Yeah. I'm gonna chicken tail. I'm gonna get tuna on toast. <laughs> oh. My name is George Costanza. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. <laughs> well, hello. I tried that. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, they have to like they have to land. Mm-hmm. So they check out the plane. Where are we anyway? Latham, Massachusetts. Latham, Massachusetts. And here comes the like the goofy the goofy part of the episode. Yeah. Where they're just standing there, and Kramer is playing with the video camera. Uh huh. And all of a sudden, oh by the, oh, this was shot on that on the lot there, on the lot, uh, the town square where they shot. Where they shoot like everything. Back to the Future and Gilmore Girls. Because oh, yeah, that's okay. the Gilmore Girls gazebo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I recognized immediately because I've taken well that done. tour. Well <laughs> done. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so if you take the tour, uh-huh. you'll see it. And they're standing there and all of a sudden you see this big fat guy in this little tiny car. Boston who, comedian John Panette. Yes. R.I.P. Such a awesome comedian pulling out for jumping it yeah Yeah. i heard Uh he's like this is a really nice guy too really really good to like fellow comics and stuff like that which Mm -hmm. is really nice anyway so he gets carjacked Mm -hmm. which in this little town like does that really happen like a Uh, a little a little like picturesque town in massachusetts mm -hmm. someone getting carjacked in the town square yeah yeah right that's what i was thinking yeah Mm. So they're just like laughing. You, you blew it, Larry David. You blew it. <laughs> That's why this episode sucks. Ah, well, we'll get into that. But anyway, so poor John Pinnett gets pulled out of the out of the car, uh-huh. and they're just watching because they're used to being like bystanders in New York. And next thing you know, they're coming over mm-hmm. and arresting the the Seinfeld gang. Yeah, for. Uh, What's it called? Where is it here? Breaking the Good Samaritan Law. Yes. It's, yes, it's it's violating the Good Samaritan Law. And when they get, when they're in the police station, when they're in the little lockup, they're talking to the, to the, got to the cop that's there. And they're like, oh, so what do we just pay a fine and we could just leave? And he's like, well, it could be up to $85,000 and five years in prison. I would get yourself a good lawyer. And who do we get? Jackie Childs. Jackie Childs. You don't want to help anyone. That's what this country's all about. <laughs> you think Johnny Cochran was like pissed when he saw that? I think Johnny Cochran had other things on his mind, probably. You think? I don't know, being extremely wealthy. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway. Uh, also dying. When did he start? When did he get sick? I don't know. He died of cancer? Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. 
Anyway. Which is different from regular cancer because you have to say it. Cancer. <laughs> um, but he pro- I'll say this. He probably liked Jackie Childs mm-hmm. more than he liked uh, whatever whatever they did on South Park to make fun of him. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, anyway, so we have a quick scene with the prosecutors and they're realizing like how big of a media circus this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we need to find out everything about these people, which is the best. Yeah. Because they go back to the jail and they're... Oh, and the, uh, the, the prosecutor is a uh, uh, noted character actor, James Rebhorn. I loved him in... Um, Independence Day. He's a great in the movie The Game. The Game, yeah. Which is one of my favorite uh-huh. movies. That's, that is that is an unsung David Fincher movie. It's People talk great, about David Fincher all the time. They never talk about The Game. The Game great, is so good. Great, 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 it's great. so good. Great, great. I, to yeah. this day, still, you you still can't tell what's part of The Game and what's just fucked up. Yep. Um, yes, great movie. Watch it if you can, people. Um, so, so the, the four, they're in the jail and they're eating. And of course, George is bitching that he doesn't have any ketchup. Yeah. And Jerry's <laughs> pager goes off and he's like, oh, the plane's, plane's ready. Done. Yeah. Which means all of this just happened in like a couple of hours time uh-huh. because weren't, didn't, didn't the pilot say back in, back at the airport? Like, yeah. oh, just he go, said, get, go get lunch. Yeah. And, uh-huh. Yeah. So, and then I totally forgot about Geraldo. Yeah. Me too. And, me too. Uh, you know, these, there's no love lost with that group. Yeah. Um, this was when, what, at what point in her, like, this was when Geraldo was sort of on his upswing, on his, like, sort of pre-Fox News upswing yeah, of respectability. Yeah, he was still pretty popular at that point doing, like, a half-hour news thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the best is uh, when he's talking to the correspondent and she's like, you know, there's rumors uh, of, of Jerry and Elaine had a thing and she's and he's like maybe they'll end up getting married, which I thought was like a fun poke at how they close shows a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Cheers got around that. Mm-hmm. They thought that they thought that there'd be that marriage at the yeah. end, and it turns out there wasn't. Yeah. So I thought that well, this was whole funny. this whole episode is super meta. Yeah. Super meta, because, you know, I mean, the the, the prosecution's strategy, right? Mm-hmm. As you said, is to we're going to prove what awful people these are. Right. And if you remember the show, like it was a surprise that it was going off, even though it was on, for, it was on for nine seasons. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a surprise that it was going off. And the, the, the rationale that, that Seinfeld and Larry David gave was like, we want to, like, we want to go off where we're still hot. You and know? I have to say there were some episodes in that last season were really not that great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I and mean, the it's last season and the last regular episode was that Puerto Rican day parade episode, which mm-hmm. got a lot of shit. Yeah. So, so. But yeah. like, and, and so this episode is almost like, this is why we're going out because look at these people. Mm-hmm. How much longer are you going to be able to deal with these guys? Right, right, you exactly. Know? You know, you start to run out of ideas and... And you start to, like, when you have characters who, like, the gimmick is that they're awful people. Right. That's hard to sustain. That's a challenge. Like, the it fact is. that they sustained it for nine seasons is amazing. Yeah, oh, most definitely. Because, most definitely. I mean, I like Transparent, but all those people are horrible and I got tired of them after one season. Yeah, I think I watched like a little bit of season two, and, uh-huh. and then I was like, meh. Um, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. So now we get to, um, it's it's like a montage, like the parent, the Jerry's parents are packing. Yeah. And and the mom's packing, packing cereal, cereal for, Jerry, for Jerry, which is really which funny. includes like three boxes of grape nuts. Yeah. Like three separate boxes of grape nuts. <laughs> the roof of Jerry's mouth must be just a no man's land. I've never land. eaten that. 
Oh, you know, okay, so you know you crap Captain Crunch mm-hmm. and it like rips up the roof of your mouth? No, it doesn't do that for me because I like my cereal to be wet. Okay. So if you if you leave Captain Crunch sitting in a cereal for a minute or uh-huh. two, like it gets a little soft. Okay. And then it doesn't rub up your mouth. If you pour it into the bowl, throw in the milk, and then just immediately start shoveling yeah. it into your mouth, I, yeah, you're yeah. going to rip the shit out of your mouth. Okay. But you understand that that's a complaint that people have about. Yeah. About you, you do that's understand. My cereal tip. There is an invention on. on called television, and on this invention, they show shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really. So, uh, grape nuts is like Captain Crunch, mm-hmm. but made of fucking vibranium. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't get soggy. It. It takes a while, huh. and it goes from, it goes from like not soggy, to like just complete mush. mush yeah like there's no there there's no gradation to it oh. like yeah and it also doesn't really taste that good oh okay and then there's george's parents where they're like <laughs> for the <laughs> for george's dad he's just like you smothered him he couldn't breathe smothered smothered and then uh and then and then the, there's the quick uh, the quick montage of all the people. And I need yeah. a list of all the people that are coming to this Do thing. Do it. So it's Newman, it's Uncle Leo, it's Mr. Peterman, it's Putty in his eight ball jacket. Uh-huh. Uh, Mickey, uh, the little person, M- Midget, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the hacky comic guy whose name I can never remember. Banyan. Banyan, right. Yeah. Uh, Susan's parents, yeah. uh, the rabbi, uh-huh. uh, Keith Hernandez, George mm-hmm. Steinbrenner. So that's 11 people. Plus later you see Poppy yeah. and Elaine's boss from the publishing place. Uh, Mr. Pip. No, well, Mr. Pip, but not him, the other guy. The younger guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so the four of them are in a room and they're eating cereal. And <laughs> Jerry's talking about how he had to adjust his, his milk ratio. Yeah. He's like, it's uh-huh. one of the hard. Okay, so... Um, sorry, we had to... We had a minor technical... Kerfluffle. I like kerfluffle. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, so... Um, oh, so they're sitting in the room and uh, Jackie comes in, yells at George because he wants yeah. him to look like Perry Como. Instead of a fucking idiot, how he normally looks. Yeah. And, uh, but the best is, he's always like, he's like, oh, I look Jackie. And he's like, you look good, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're in the courtroom and the judge is Art Vandelay, which is hilarious. Yeah. George thinks that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought that was going to like come back to bite them somehow. That it was Art Vandalay? I thought he was going to, like, somehow, like, realize that George, that he, like, George was the reason he was, like, I don't know, getting all these phone calls for Vandalay Industries or something like that. You want to be my latex salesman. Yeah. Um, and, of course, yeah, there's Newman in the crowd shoveling popcorn in his face. Uh-huh. He's the best. Um, yeah, and, you know, Wayne Knight, how funny is Wayne Knight? He's so good on Wayne... Third Rock. Yeah. He's so funny on Third Rock. Uh-huh. Like, criminally funny. Like him and uh, Kristen, what's her face? It's not Kristen Stewart. Oh, yeah, no, what's it? No. Kristen. Yeah, Johnson. Kristen Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're so funny together. Yeah, like just ugh, ridiculous. Anyway, um, so then they start bringing out the witnesses. Yeah. So you got Matt Bogle, the arresting officer. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBC guys pop in, and George yeah. is like, "Hey, great plane! <laughs> Thanks a lot." Um, uh, Mabel Choate. The lady with the rye with the rye bread. Yes. Out of my way, you old bag. The marble rye. Yeah. Uh, Marla Penny, the virgin. Yes, played by uh, 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 Jane uh, Leaves. Daphne from Frasier. Yeah. And you know she's been around forever. Mm-hmm. I was in like I remember her being in a show called Lips, uh, which was like about women working in like a, at a music at a at a record label, uh, in like 1984. 
Was it... 1985. Was it like... Syndicated. Was it L period, I period, P period, S period? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I mix up that and Lips Incorporated, who sang Funky Town. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely not the same okay, person. Okay, no. Um, then there's a Donald Sarger, Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy, yeah. Moops! It said moops! Moops. <laughs> the moops. <laughs> <laughs> the moops. Uh, the, the lady in the defective wheelchair. Yes. Um, the doctor that pronounced Susan dead. Yes. Uh, I w- <laughs> Susan's parents. Oh, wait, wait. The, the wait. doctor's like, I would describe it as uh, restrained jubilation. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, Sidra. Do you know who Elsa's mom, Susan's mom is? Who? Susan's mom is also Laura Palmer's mom. Really? On Twin Peaks, yes. Oh. Yeah, I never watched that. I tried to watch the first episode and it put me to sleep. It's it's a slow burn. Yeah, well. Um, Sidra Holland, that hot, hot Terry Hatcher. That is Terry Hatcher. Hot, hot, looking hot. super, oh, like, fuck. yeah. I have a feeling she's one of those people she rolls out of bed and she's, like, on fire. She still looks really good, too. But, like, back then she was, like, the epitome of, like, 90s hot. Ooh. Then the, there was the library cop. Uh, um, played by Philip Baker Hall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the birthday party mom. Uh, when, when there was the fire. Yes. And George knocked over the old lady to uh-huh. get out. <laughs> yeah. The security guy from the parking garage. Yeah. The, the parking garage episode, which is a real. That's a real. That's a, that's, that's a first that's season. That's first season, yeah. yeah. Um, the, de- the detective, um, when Kramer was all dressed up like a pimp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the low talker. The low talker. Who's still which, a low talker. Yeah. Uh, Steinbrenner, he's a great guy, but he's a communist. Uh, the guy who ran the cockfighting ring. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Pitt, mm-hmm. uh, the pharmacist uh, with the sponges. Yeah. Uh, the soup Nazi, and Babu Bot. Babu, yeah. Very, very bad man. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then Geraldo pops up back again, and then you're back in the waiting room, and then they're talking about the. <laughs> they might be going to jail, and all they're worried about is how bad they look in orange. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Typical. I was I was disappointed that some of the people that they brought in uh-huh. were not on put on the stand. I wonder if they shot stuff for them and I don't and think that there was enough time. Yeah, I'm sure there wasn't. There couldn't have been. Uh, there, yeah. But I would have I mean. loved to have seen Putty on the stand. <laughs> you know, I would have loved yeah. to have seen Banya on the stand. <gasps> oh, oh man, round team, Jerry. And oh, uh, and, and Elaine turns to Putty and she says, "Putty, don't wait for me." And he goes, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're, yeah, they're to the back, uh, the judge's office, and George's mom comes in and was like, "Well, maybe I could do something for you," which yeah. is just gross. Yeah, <laughs> and hilarious. And they're in the hallway, and then there's all the witnesses hanging out in the hallway. In the gazebo is like all the parents and the rabbi. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mickey's like playing pool and loses money to Keith Hernandez yeah. with Mister Peterman. Yeah, uh, Putty sunning himself under a tree. Uh, Poppy, who this is the first time that he shows up, is mm-hmm. eating soup at. I guess like a little B and B maybe, and it's like Poppy and then uh, Elaine's boss mm-hmm. and a couple other people, and you could see Poppy sort of asking for salt. Yeah, and the and soup the Nazi just takes away the yeah. soup and the spoon. Which yeah. Is pretty funny. Oh, oh, the best. Oh, so and wait, Susan's wait. Susan's dad buys a gun. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Little joke that I. Okay, so Soup Nazi says that after his restaurant closed down, he had to move to Argentina. Yeah. Which is great because he's a Nazi. <laughs> And that's where Nazis go. Oh, my God. I totally missed that. Yeah. Oh, what a great joke. I love oh, that. what a great joke. Yeah. Oh, I totally missed that. Oh, that's so funny. Um, And then Jackie's all in bed with Sidra. Jackie hooks up with... Yeah. Uh-huh. This jury could take days. And yeah. then, of course, they're in. <laughs> and they get pronounced guilty. 
And they get a year in jail, and that's when Elaine's like, Putty, don't wait for me. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, and Sidra comes in for Jackie. And Jackie goes. They're real. And they're, real, they're, and they're spectacular. Spectacular, yeah. I always think it's magnificent, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, they're walking to lock up, and Jerry's all, you know, oh, it's only a year, whatever. Uh-huh. And Kramer's all, we can put on a show. We can do My Fair Lady. Elaine, you can be Eliza Doolittle. And, and we get one last, why don't you just blow yeah. it out your... Uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but the best... I, and I think they cut this on in syndication, is the tag of Jerry doing stand up in in, pr- he's in doing prison it Johnny Cash style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what's the deal with the yard? When I was a kid, my mom wanted me to play in the yard, but I don't have to worry about my neighbor shanking me in the thigh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it, like the jokes are actually kind of funny, and you can yeah. see him like kind of like trying not to laugh. Yeah. Then um, he starts doing crowd work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anybody from Subblock D? I am. I'll talk slower. I'm kidding. I love Subblock D. My friend and, George is there. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "You suck." <laughs> he's like, "You suck." I'm. I'm gonna cut you. Hey, I don't come to your work and knock the license plate out of your hands. <laughs> that's the last joke. That's the last joke on Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, it's. It'd be great. You'd be great. See you in the cafeteria. Yeah. I mean, I get. I guess I get why people were angry because it wasn't a typical episode but i guess with distance like yeah. i didn't hate it but i was like oh this is totally not it was weird it yeah but it was weird but they brought back all those old characters mm-hmm. and it you know and they are terrible people and they did get what they deserved yeah. and but the best is just It was, it's different. And I think when you do something different, I think that's when people freak out. Like when you look at the last episode of The Sopranos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the different, the thing with Seinfeld is like, okay, so something like The Sopranos, How I Met Your Mother, Battlestar Galactica, Lost. Wait, stop. Well, that last episode of Battlestar is terrible. No, no, no. This is, okay, great, great, okay, fine. Right, okay. Yeah. The point you're trying to make is these are all shows that are like that are tying that you know they're tying things together at the end of the episode uh-huh. however however well or badly they're doing it that's uh-huh. that's what they're doing um seinfeld was was sort of doing that but it didn't need to right yeah the only thing really people cared about was like is anything going to happen between jerry and elaine but the only thing reason people cared about that was because they were two people on the same show there was never any indication on the show like they slept together once Right. With the, I think it was the mango or something. Was it the mango? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, and Elaine was like, all right, I'll give you one shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and, oh, and they almost got married once and that was a joke, but like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, you never really expected them to get together because this is not a show where people like grow. Right. This is not a show where people change. They specifically did that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but a lot of shows were like that back then. I mean, people did grow and change. Yeah. But they didn't. Well, that's why they. That's why the they. The story didn't grow and change. That's that's why, that's why I've heard Larry David and Jerry both say, you know, we didn't want that. Yeah. We didn't want growth and change and stuff like that. We just wanted to write a really funny show, with these stupid, stupid people, uh-huh. and just be funny. Yeah. We weren't interested in, you know, and 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 they did build a whole world. Yeah. I mean, a whole world. You know, whether it's um, Susan and those creepy dolls Mm -hmm. or uh, um, the dentist 
who Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, yeah. exactly. Who yeah. who converted just for the jokes, uh-huh. uh, you know, yeah. or the the lady with the marble rye, uh-huh. or are you sponge worthy, yeah. or you know Kramer hitting balls, uh, golf balls out into the into the ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I want to be an architect. Like, yeah. you know, all kinds of shit. Vandalay Industries. Oh, and Georgia's... Oh, the, the golf balls makes me remember Georgia's... Uh, uh, the sea was angry that day, my friend. Like my an old friends. man sending back soup yeah. at a deli. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one of the greatest speeches in, in televised <laughs> comedy in the history. It's good stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's... To this... I mean, the show has been off the air for like 15 years. Yeah. And you can go on to like... Snorg Tees or Tea Public or any of the my favorite T-shirt yeah. websites and find at least twenty Seinfeld shirts with yeah. you know different quotes and and stuff like that. I mean that's a show that built a world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the end of the yeah. the, the, the finale was like a it was like a celebration of that. Yeah, you know? it was like it was the big party at the end. Yeah, it was the Wes Anderson like everybody throughout the entire movie shows up in the final scene. <laughs> Right, you know, right, it was exactly. That. It was great, and I, yeah, I, I guess. So, like I said, like I, I get why people were pissed, but yeah. like, was it justified? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think it was justified. I think that people kind of, I think they were spoiled, because you always had a wrap up. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Years had a wrap up. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin didn't end up marrying Winnie, but you found out what happened to the dad and the brother and the mom and the sister and the sister you never even seen. You know, you would, you know, you found out what happened to her, whatever happened to her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, or family ties. Alex moves to New York to be a financier, financier mm-hmm. banker person. Happy days. Richie's brother Chuck comes back and kills everyone. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Uh, Lenny and Squeaky did that, too. <laughs> Yeah, they just chopped up that, you know, in, in, at the middle of the pizza bowl. Pizza bowl wasn't <laughs> even in L.A., but now I'm just getting crazy. Anyway, um, I, I yeah. So, uh, Jason Alexander, he had a show. He had a couple shows, I think. He did. That, he that, did. that didn't go, and we all know what happened with Michael Richards. Yeah. Uh, which is, a, like, as a comic, I, I don't. I don't understand what he was like. I, I under like. I think I know what he was trying to do. Yeah. Uh. And I don't think that he. Well, obviously, he shouldn't have done that. Well, he was experienced enough to know better. I think. He was experienced enough to know better, but also that was the beginning of people using cell phones to tape sets. Yeah. And when you have a fame, when you're a famous person, it's hard to work on new material. Mm-hmm. Um, in public. Mm-hmm. Because, of that. Yeah. And that was the beginning of that. And 20 years, 30 years ago, you could, any comedian could have went somewhere, did something like that, and mm-hmm. nobody would have known about it. Mm-hmm. And he probably never would have did it again. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, he shouldn't have did it in the first place, but, you know. Yeah. It, it had probably happened. Things like that had probably happened before with no repercussions because people, no one was there to record it. Right. Yeah. Right. So about... I don't know, it was sometime sometime in the year prior to when that happened. Uh, I actually went to uh, the Laugh Factory to see a show. Uh-huh. And um, when we got in there, Michael Richards was sort of sitting in the audience. Oh, really? Yeah, and the host, whoever the host was that night, said, like, hey, guys, what do you think? Should we bring Michael up? And it was like, well, of course we should bring fucking, like, you know. that was always, <laughs> Right. Uh, he wasn't on the bill or anything. <coughs> right. He just happened to be there, you know. 
So he goes up and he just, he didn't do too much. He just did some like pratfalls and stuff, you know, and he mm-hmm. just sort of acted like Kramer a little bit. And he was doing it and like some people were still sort of filing in. And, you know, there's a balcony at the, uh, at the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh. And up in the balcony, there were some people sort of getting, getting themselves situated and they were like kind of they interrupting. Were yeah, they were, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and he sort of looked up at them and the woman said, hi, Kramer, like that. Oh. Um, she was black. Oh. And all he did, all he did was just go like that. But like he, he pulled it off because you could totally tell that like just somebody shouting hi, Kramer at him is like a little obnoxious, well, you know? he probably, I have never been on stage at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. But I can tell you that you probably can't see yeah. the people from mm, where he's good standing. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So whether she was black or not, it's probably a misnomer. Yeah. Is that the word? I'm not, I don't know. I think I'm using it's, the right word. What's irrelevant. But irrelevant. Like, but it, well, what I'm saying is later when this happened, mm-hmm. when this happened like sometime in the next year, mm-hmm. it made me sort of remember back to that moment mm-hmm. and think like, what was that? that could have been that night, you know? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was just irritated that, I mean, because that happens a lot. He when, had a right to be irritated. Yeah. When her, you're on a TV yeah, show yeah, like yeah. that and people are like, you know, yeah. and you're like, no, I am so-and-so. Uh-huh. When you're on a TV show and you're known for one character, there's you can go one way or another with it. Yeah. You could just roll with it or you can fight it. And personally, I feel like fighting it is the wrong way to go. Yeah. Either take a step back, uh-huh. take a little time off. Yeah. Or just embrace it. Yeah. You know, I am yeah. Richie Cunningham. Uh-huh. You will always know me as Richie Cunningham. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it except keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the Friends cast. Yeah. You know, Jennifer Aniston really fought it. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Cox kind of just did whatever. Uh, but David Schwimmer completely like went back to theater. Yeah. Like he was like, no, I won't. Yeah. I won't do this. I don't blame him either because Ross was not like a good character by the end. Yeah. Ross had all on a long enough timeline. All sitcom characters turn into parodies of themselves. Sure. Ross, that happened to Ross much sooner than it did for any other character on that show. And it happened to Ross sooner than it did, than it usually does on shows in general. Yeah. Um, and if I, I always sort of look at that show and a lot of people hate Ross. Mm-hmm. I feel very bad for Ross in a very kind of meta way. Yeah, you've said that before. Because Ross gets shit on by the writers a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, because he was the sad sack. Yeah. But also, here's the other thing. Ross is, he's an academic He's a paleontologist. He works at a museum, right? And none of his friends respect him. Because he's still he's a dork. He's an accomplished, but he's an accomplished professional in his field. Yeah. And none of his friends respect him. Because they're not dealing with him on a professional basis. They're dealing with him on a, I'm Ross. But maybe he's like that because he is an accomplished professional in his field and he has to go home every day to his stupid friends who treat him like shit. Because he likes a girl. Because he likes someone. Because he likes Rachel. Oh, what a loser. It was a little more than just him liking her. I mean, he was kind of obsessed with her. uh, Yeah, yeah. Listen, when I lived in this house, I, I was there with a girl that... I went to high school with yeah and this guy dave that we were friends with yeah and dave was in love with her yeah and it was the most annoying fucking thing and you lived together oh yeah all oh, three yeah. of us lived in the house it was a good time oh, you can't do that <laughs> yeah. you can't do that yeah well i i when it first started it wasn't 
that bad. Yeah. And then it just progressively started getting worse and worse and worse. So, like, it just completely imploded. Yeah. But the point is, is that when you have to deal with somebody who is mooning over someone yeah. 24-7, yeah. you, 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 one, you start to kind of lose a little bit of respect for them. Yeah. yeah. And two, you want to punch them in the face because it gets annoying. Yeah. You know? It, it's annoying. Yeah. So, like... I guess. So, so, looking from the point of view of his friends... Yeah. I get it. <laughs> you yeah. know? But it's not like they were real winners. No. That's the thing. No. No. Like... You're right. They were also complete fuck-ups. Yeah. No, and none of them were paleontologists. Well, you really... You really uh, have a lot of respect for the paleontologist. I think that's a... That's a no... Look. Oh, my God. He studies <laughs> dinosaurs for a living. I mean, I'm not saying that, that you shouldn't, but you're just very a little outspoken about uh, how you... It could be anything. It could be... It could be, like... Uh, he, he could be a, you know, uh, uh, a botanist. Mm-hmm. He could be anything. And I don't know. I just think that... Here, here's the thing about the rest of Ross's friends, or the rest of the friends on Friends. Mm-hmm. Rachel, no real career until she starts in fashion. Right. Right. Um, Monica's a chef. Monica's a chef. Joey, sort of a moderately successful actor not really only you know. really around the middle of the show yeah um because he uh, well, he did the decline cats yeah. and he, you know, uh chandler uh he has a nobody even knows he's a transponster right <laughs> he does nothing nobody gives it like he has a job that like literally is like a nobody knows nobody knows what he does but he's really good at it yeah ross is okay by far all right all right. by far the most professionally successful of okay. all of them. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not saying that's the whole of his person. I'm just saying, anyway, whatever. All right. <laughs> She's giving me that, yeah. <laughs> I also like George. That's true. That is true. I mean, I don't hate George. I just like Elaine better. Um, yeah. I, and I love Elaine when she's pushed too uh-huh. far. Like, when the episode where George has the toupee. Yeah. And she throws it out the window. And she's like, I don't like this. And you yeah. know what I'm going to do with it? Like, that's the kind of... I When she flips out, yeah. that's my favorite Elaine. Yeah. 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 Or when she smashes his face into her chest because... <laughs> you want a Christmas yeah. card? Here's your Christmas yeah. card! That's... I think George George and Elaine are... They're they're my favorite. I mean, like, you know, George, I think, is my favorite. But Elaine is only my second favorite. But, like, she's a very close second. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry's... Uh, sort of um aloofness mm-hmm. it it does not endear him to you well, I, I don't think. think he's supposed to be when endearing. you're watching the show like you can identify like even though george is kind of horrible mm-hmm. you know you can identify with george mm-hmm. because george gets angry at all the same shit we get angry at mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. jerry like i don't know man jerry has no problems well yeah that's the point. that's why jerry yeah jerry's yeah. always even steven yeah and so Jerry has no emotions because he has no problems. Well, he's the straight man. Yeah. Jerry is the straight man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. and, and when he's not the straight man, that's, that's a lot of comedy too. Like like the episode where Kramer and Jerry switch apartments. Yes. And he's got that Kenny Brilliant. Rogers roasters. Yeah. Like, and he's just, uh-huh. he's like, I'm in this contest. I got this light. I got yeah. this thing. I'm just like, I'm going crazy. Like, you know. And, and they turn into each other. And they yeah. turn into each other. It's uh-huh. just the best. Yeah. It's just the best. Although I have to say, one of my favorite... Okay, I'm going to say my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes, you say one of your favorite scenes, and then we're going to wrap this up. Okay. okay. One of my favorite scenes of all time is actually the beginning of an episode. Okay. 
where you see what Kramer does all day in Jerry's apartment. Okay, yeah. And at the end, they're making sausages. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. What am I, they, they, that might be... No, those are two different ones. At one point, Mickey yeah. and Kramer are making sausages yeah. in, in Jerry's kitchen. <laughs> and they're dancing around, and it's the funniest fucking thing. Oh, I love it. They have such good chemistry. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. they have amazing chemistry. Uh, I don't know my favorite scene, but I know my favorite joke. Okay. Um, and it's, it's my favorite joke. Uh, my friend Jeremy turned me on to this joke, and I realized pretty quickly it is my favorite joke. Okay. All of Seinfeld, and it's hilarious because it's a complete fucking non sequitur. Uh huh. Um, George is waxing, waxing rhapsodic about something, and he finishes it up. He, he's very serious, and he finishes it up by saying, It's my dream, Jerry. To which Jerry responds, Last night I had a dream a hamburger was eating me. <laughs> and it's completely out of nowhere. Completely indicates that he had no interest in what George was saying and doesn't take it seriously at all. Right. And it's the funniest thing. And the delivery is brilliant. And I love it. You know, I think that kind of sums up the whole show. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. None of them really give a shit about each other uh-huh. or really anything else. Yeah. So if you had to give this episode a letter grade, what would you give it? A minus. Yeah, I'd give it, I gave it a solid, a solid, solid middle A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A minus because it was very good. But there were no, there were no. It's a, it's a little long. It's a little long, and I think it's as far as the as far as the laughs go, as far as the jokes go, it was like if you were to look if you were to look at my jokes like graphed mm-hmm. across something like an oscilloscope or something, uh-huh. like there would be no giant spikes. Okay. Where I like had this like huge fit you of have laughter. To, like pause it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So that's that's, that's why the minus. But other than that, excellent, great, okay. great ending. Um, perfect celebration of the show, um, perfect like meta commentary on the state of the show uh-huh. and why they're sort of closing it down. Um, and, uh, you know, everything that makes the show funny, everything that makes the show great is sort of included in there. And, uh, I just think it's great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I would give it a middle A. Okay. No, I wouldn't go the minus. I would just do the, the okay. middle A. Okay. Um, just cause it's a, it's a little bit long. Uh-huh. And I, you know what, I could have done with less scenes in the beginning, even though I understand why they're there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I uh, agree. Uh, like to get them to that point, although yeah. probably then, it, then like the whole trial would have taken too long, and mm-hmm. so maybe I'm wrong. Who the fuck am I? Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. great, great, great episode. So I guess that's it then. Yeah. Uh, for this episode of finale watching, if you have a television show that you want us to watch and talk about, or if you have something to say about what we had to say about this episode or or uh, last time's episode of Cheers, uh, you can catch us on Facebook, facebook.com/finalewatching, and uh, leave us a message. Send, leave, put up a comment, and tell your friends. Um, tell tell your friends about us. Tell me what a monster I am for liking Ross. Oh, nobody, I will. Nobody agrees with me. Nobody agrees right, with me about because Ross. you're wrong, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it, and also, uh, if you could, on the iTunes store, you know, uh, rate us. Yeah, give us five stars. Some kind of stars. Like, let us know you're out there, people. We know you're out there. Yeah. And uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.